What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Kev the Coach Experience. This is your host, Kev the Coach. I'm a life coach, podcaster, sales professional, biohacker. And in this podcast, I talk about mental health, dating, relationships, confidence, and all things personal development. I have coached hundreds and impacted thousands through one-to-one group coaching and content. I help men and women recover from breakups, discover their purpose, and build immense confidence in their mission and i'm happy to have y'all here that's a little bit long forgive me i don't know what's going on but i appreciate y'all if you haven't already please be sure to follow subscribe so you can get the updates on new episodes and you know just share the love um you know i'm very open to feedback in fact i would love more of it so you know hit me up in my dms on instagram at kevin underscore the coach um, I think you my number's even in my Instagram bio, honestly. So um, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up. Um, there's a couple of housekeeping updates. This is episode 100. Um, I don't know like how significant it is for me beyond just that like it's cool. You know what I mean? I mean, 100 episodes. There's lots and lots of content in that library. Um, so I encourage y'all to check it out. Uh, I know a lot of people tell me that they go through like the whole catalog of episodes. You know, you can treat it like an audio book. You know what I mean? Because it is just all of my thoughts and um, learnings, you know, of, of dating and relationships. And I've had people hit me up and be like, yo, that, that changed my life. I've had people that hit me up months, you know, just like they, I didn't even know they were listening. Right. And they'll hit me up and be like, yo, your podcast totally changed my game up, got my life together. And like, that shit always means so much to me. So, you know, please, you know, hit me up. If like you got some story like that, I, that always makes me feel good. Um, so it's episode 100 y'all I've been doing this for a little bit. Um, I think podcasting is gonna be a part of my life for a really long time. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited uh, where this is going to go. And I I appreciate y'all for being with me. And we're also almost at 5K, 5,000 plays. So not bad, you know, exciting stuff. But let's jump into the episode. I know that's what you really want to hear. And you probably already know what's about because you got the headline, you got the details. We're talking about some Hollywood bullshit. So how Hollywood projects, you know, how women want to be treated, how men want to be treated, how the whole dating and relationship dynamic for the most part in Hollywood is, I think, more dangerous than you think to your um, understanding of everything. It certainly is, especially from a young age, you know, like what we consume, the content we consume, especially at a young age, I know that sounds maybe dramatic, but I'm being for real, man. I didn't really think about it until recently, um, but that, you know, you take in this content and we, we all we all fantasize about the movies, right? At young age, you know, we're naive. We don't know anything. And we just look at what these people are doing in the movies. And we really, until we obviously become an adult and we realize what the movies are and these Hollywood people are crazy, they got problems, then, you know, we can start to sort of discern what's, you know... Um, potentially what would work in real life versus this is a movie, right? Um, and at a young age, you know, you're just consuming all these movies where, so like I said, a couple weeks ago, 
scrolling through the Netflix, see what was going on there. And I saw The Notebook was on there. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen that. I don't, I don't even remember really. I, I probably wouldn't even know the whole movie. I think I saw it a long time ago. Um, but I know it's a famous love story. And you, know, you got uh, what's-his-face, uh, I don't know, real handsome, real handsome dude, real pretty girl. And right away from the get, the trailer starts playing, you know, before you, you know, you click on it. And it's the homie, like basically, it, so it starts and it cuts into the scene, how, you know, how Netflix does that. It's like just one scene that you get to see. And he's hanging from a Ferris wheel, begging this chick to, I think, just go out with him, you know. And she's on a date with another guy. And I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, it really made me think. Because I'd known, you know, since I got into this relationship, red-pilled, sort of like awakening of how things really work and dating and understanding, you know, women and feminine energy, masculine energy. Um, when I first got into it, I, you know, I, I obviously started to figure out that, yeah, obviously all the things I've been doing for the longest time don't work. And I don't know where I got these thoughts and ideas, right? I think a lot of them come from what we see in our parents or our relationships um, whoever raises us, right? We see how they treat women or how they treat men. And that's how we kind of grow up. And then we have the movies. That's the, that's the other major thing. We got the movies. And I'm thinking about the notebook and I'm like, yo, that scene, if that happened in real life, you guys, that is stalking. That's straight up. Like if you in real life, like, First of all, you have to go find her. How do you find her? How do you know where she is? Find her on the date. Interrupt it. Hey, hey we went out last week. You know, you, you need to go on a date with me. Like, I mean, so ridiculous. So absurd. Look, I, I'd like to think that it would work. It's, it's beautiful, right? It's a movie. I'd like to think that you could go. But dude, real women, real confident, badass chicks like that is creepy it's stalkerish but that's what the movies teach you because i mean just think about a girl maybe it's easier to just think about a woman that you've been with like maybe the most badass chick you've ever been with and think about if you did that to her <laughs> like you you that would be the last time you ever saw her because she'd be so unattracted to your neediness your desperation, but like the movies makes it seem like, you know, so here's the thing and we'll, we'll kind of get into more uh, terms that I typically use. The movies make it, make it seem like the man is, is chasing, you know, the woman. And, you know, it's really interesting because I saw another, a content creator say that, you know, it is complicated in some ways because obviously our pursuit, our pursuit should be very simple. You know, you see a pretty woman that that's you, you do have to make contact. You do have to pursue in that sense. Right. That is when the pursuit's happening. So if you're not on dating, if you're in real life, she's at the bar, wherever she is, you make that pursuit. That's the masculine energy. Right. More often than not, let's say. Right. The man is making the move, getting a number um, or at least, you know, showing himself in such a confident way that. She's around him and she smiles and it, make, it makes it a little more effortless. But you do have to pursue and be confident enough to obviously get the number and progress it to a first date, get the second date, get the third date. But where it gets twisted is in between all that in the dating stages, the movies paint it as, you know, 
you're going to be texting her, calling her, sending her flowers in between dates. Like in reality, if you've ever done this stuff, maybe you're still doing it. Maybe you've learned from it and you're, you're, you're past it. Most people, I don't know what, I feel like most people listening are probably making these mistakes still or trying to get past it in, in some funk or whatever. But you, you'll be realizing that that neediness, that kind of behavior should be left to Hollywood. The nice guy and whatever you want to call it, the, 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 the not nice guy, that stuff exists and it's a thing for a reason. I know it's it's so cliche, the nice guy, and I, I even feel cheesy talking about it in my content and stuff, but it's just the best way to put it. You've got the pushover, you know, easy to fuck with guy, and you've got the guy who's got his shit together. And I'm not saying the nice guy doesn't have his shit together. Um, it's more of like uh, he gets it, you know, he knows that he focuses on himself, on his work, doing well at his job, doing well in his career. And, you know, he, he pursues women to get their numbers and their information and to set dates. But aside from that, he doesn't chase. You know what I mean? There's no chasing. There's no, he's grounded. He's centered. He allows the woman to contact him because she had such a great time on the date. And he, with his masculine energy, sets the date, you know. Um, and it's real. I'm telling you, I, in the last episode that um, I just put out, the most recent one that you're going to hear before this one, um, episode 99, I, I talked about my own mistake that I tried to reinvent the wheel. You know, I was like, I got out of a relationship and I was like, let's let's test this. Let's Is this really the only way to do it? You know, and it's naive and it's stupid that I even thought that because I knew the whole time I was like, you know, <laughs> if it ain't broke, you know, don't fix it. There's nothing to fix. You know what I'm saying? So point is chasing. There's the pursuit, you know, getting the number, you know, um, you know that, 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 is the, that is the only pursuit you're really going to be doing is getting the, her information, meeting her and setting the dates. And obviously on the dates, you know, being in your masculine and showing her a good time. If this is what you want, and I know it is, but I got to say that because I don't know. I don't really need to say that. Um, so that, that's what it is, guys. This Hollywood stuff, it brainwashes from a young age and it takes a lot of unlearning and a lot of tough pills to swallow. I mean, I'll tell you what, when I first got into this, when I was 23, if you don't know by now, I... It met a beautiful woman. She knocked my socks off. They were off. I was barefoot. It was cold outside. There was there was glass on the ground. It's Chicago. It's cold out. It's winter, you know. And she was bad. She was she was a wonderful, sexy, smart, it, 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 the smartest, most intelligent, best sense of humor of a woman I'd ever met at the time. Um, you know, so so. And I was still playing by these Hollywood, you know, I was chasing her and, you know, I, I was, I had the masculine energy to attract her and get her number. But then when I lost my center, if anyone know, if you don't know what that means, let me explain it like this. When you lose your center, what it feels like is, is you are like unbalanced, like all of your passions and things. It's like they start to fade slowly every time you hang out with her. And she slowly starts to become the focal point of your life. 
um, which is unhealthy, right? She can be a very important piece of your life. Uh, but for a masculine man, she, she should not be your focal point. Um, she, you might be her focal point if she's fully in her feminine and she's, she thinks about love and that's, she's just in love, right? Then her, her relationship and her love with you will be the focal point. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, but as a man, you got to stay centered, but, uh, I was not, um, I made all of the classic mistakes that I had made. Um, I, well, no, it was, no, it wasn't my first time making these mistakes. My second time making these mistakes in the span of a few years, um, where eventually I, yeah, like I said, I lost my center. I was texting her a lot. I was being needy. I didn't understand that. I mean, I, I'd fully gone toxically into my feminine, right? Like a toxic feminine where like, maybe sometimes we classify women this way, but you can, as a man, you can be toxic feminine. You can be so infatuated with her that, you know, it's like you, you've got nothing else important going on. And, you know, you just want to, you're all, you're so focused on her that it's, you're smothering them. And that's what the notebook is portraying. He's smothering this chick, you know, he's chasing her down in the rain. She's like, leave me alone, you know, in the movies, it's like, she eventually just goes, sure, I'll be with you. You know, he's this desperate loser. In reality, he is. I don't care how much you love that movie. More often than not, love is portrayed in a way that's not accurate how courting and dating is not accurate. I wish I had brought an example of, uh, I guess, a more accurate perspective. Um, but I don't have any off the top of my head. I, I know I watched <laughs> um, Titanic. Um, I think that was actually decent. No, 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 no. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about it because I'd have to just think about it a little more. I'd have to like almost like watch it recently and and tell you if it's like an accurate depiction. Either way, I wouldn't use movies, you know, to uh, form your ideology um, and your your I guess your yeah your understanding of how to attract a woman, court her, have her fall in love with you because that's the goal, my guys. That's the goal. You know, let's not forget. If you like a woman, you know, from the get, it is in your best interest to do all of the things that I'm talking about in terms of holding your center, you know, don't be needy, you know, set the date, but don't be texting a whole lot, you know, keep your cards close to your chest in some ways, like, you know, don't... It, there's no reason I know like she may say she wants you to tell her that you love her and you like her right from the get. Um, but it's it's not going to work out. You know what I mean? More often than not. Um, I mean, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And I know it's a crazy fact. Uh, but I think we all kind of know that. Like think about any. Like, why are, all, why are all the girls that you're not interested, just, they can't get over you? <laughs> why is that? Because you don't, you show them, you give them nothing. You know what I mean? Um, I know it sounds toxic, and but it's an energy thing in the beginning. Of course, when, you know, she's fully in love with you, you know, you'll be saying you love her too, and, and it'll be beautiful. You know what I mean? Um, but it's in these phases where, you know, a woman likes a challenge, you know, she doesn't want the easy guy. A confident badass chick is not she's, not, she's not looking for this easy guy that's just going to fold over right away. Most women, most, you know, confident, 
Badass chicks are not looking for that. So, taking a drink of my water here. Give me a little break. Doing the show on my own, you know? So, yeah, the message here is beware of, yeah, all of your programming from, from a young age. I don't know how old you are listening to this. I got a lot of listeners of all ages, you know? And if you're a big movie person, you may find yourself, like, going, like, wow, you know, that was beautiful, you know? Because, I mean, the movies are movies. They are... You know, it's very, very easy to look at that big, bright screen and the amazing lighting, these beautiful people, the script, the writing, and be like, that's how it is, right? And I understand that. It's very easy to think that that is like what that's what that's going to work if I do that. You know, if I show up with flowers after she she told me she didn't like me, but I think if I show up at her doorstep with flowers tomorrow, I think she'll change her mind. See, even even when I say that, it sounds dumb as hell. But the movies, they make it look beautiful, romantic. Oh, she took him back, right? Um, that's just, it's not how it works out in these streets. You know what I mean? So, yeah, if you're struggling in the dating phases, um, you know, the last few episodes I've put out will be good for you. Um you know, you're, like I've been saying a couple times, your phone is your worst enemy. You know, your phone is your worst enemy. When in doubt, like, you know, the main rule of thumb is hang out, have fun, hook up. It's actually a great, like, if you were to just literally after a date, you might want to, you literally might want to do this. After a date, check those boxes. Did you, you, you hung out, obviously you hung out, right? But that that's good. You hung out. That's a, that's a big thing. You got her out for the all important first date. Um, did you have fun? Did you both have fun? Were there a lot of, was there a lot of laughter? You know, was it like, yeah, what'd you guys do? Was it fun? And then the big one, you know, I think it's decently important. Did you hook up? Did you kiss? Were you guys touching each other? Were, did you, did you make out? Did you sleep together? You know, did she come over? She, 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 you guys hook up. You have sex. What happened, right? If you can check all three of those boxes, uh, you're going to get hit up again. She's going to contact you and tell you she had a really good time. And then your phone is your worst enemy, right? So what are you going to do? You're going to be like, I had a really good good time too. Um, And when are you free to get together again? She gives you the time. All right, let's do do this time. Let's meet here. I gotta run, but yeah, I had a good time. Let's meet up. You know what? Maybe don't don't say it again, right? Don't say it again. That's kind of needy, but you get the point, right? Um, and I'm not saying you can have a couple texts, but dude, it's it's like it's like eating candy, right? It's like you can't stop. It's like they give you a bowl of ice cream. You, you want to text her because you're like, oh man, she's so hot. It's good to hear from her. Like it gets my confidence up, gets the juices flowing. But you've got to be strong. You've got to stick to the game plan. You've gotta you've gotta set the date and l- give her the time and space to think about how fun that last date was and look forward to the next one because that's really what we're doing here. you know what I mean and you and some people might so you're gonna be reading into it and you're like, well, that's toxic. why can't you just talk to each other? It's like it's not about talking versus not talking. it's about like the phone is just not meant for getting to know each other. 
you know, like it's unless you're doing long distance dating, which I've heard for some people lately that have told me like, hey, well, I'm, I'm long distance dating. And so, the, yes, if you're both doing that, that's the only way you can chat. And, you know, I'm not going to say nothing. But if you're in the same area code, you know, then the phone is only for setting dates. Don't don't learn the hard way. Don't challenge me on this. I'm telling you. I've I've tried it all which ways, you know, over and over again. The only way that I've found to be successful is when I keep the contact very minimal on the phones. You know, I've had girls telling me that's that's not true. Like, I love when they text me. It's like, yeah, because you could just learn that you actually don't want to go out with this person anymore. <laughs> like, the reason being is it's also just so easy to talk someone out of liking you over text, you know, because you're not together, you know. And there's no point in getting together if they know everything about you. They know what you do for your work. Like, you know, you just you just gave them your whole life story. There's nothing to, there's nothing to see here. You know what I mean? Girls are into mystery. That's why they all listen to those murder mystery shows. You've got to be the murder mystery man. She has to think that you might be killing people. You might be a murderer. I feel like I have to say I'm kidding because this this is not a comedy podcast. Um, well, if if you're getting if I'm getting some laughs, that's a good thing. But since it doesn't have comedy as like the you know the genre, I feel like I almost like legally have to say that someone's gonna crop that part, put it into a video, go for it. Honestly, but it's true, man. Women love murder mystery podcasts, shows. Like, think about that, man. Why they want to know what's gonna happen next? They're very curious. Women love good stories. I don't know. It's just, it's just, I didn't, I didn't make this up. You know what I mean? This is just how it is. And that's an important piece of information right there. I'm not, I didn't make all this up. Like I didn't, I didn't invent, you know, why like that women want a love story. Since the beginning of time, women have wanted a love story. But ever since the cell phone was invented and it's been before that, men have been making the same mistakes for long period of time they used to send letter too many letters to her and she'd be like man he just won't stop contacting me now she's sleeping with the guy next door because this guy's just needy right but now we've got this phone it's 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 like we can't delay that gratification we want it now we want to talk to her now we can't wait next week for the date right but i'm telling you if you can delay gratification this is true for all areas of life if you can delay gratification right that instant gratification that you want you want to just eat that ice cream up. You want to talk to her all night long because she's sexy. You know she's sitting in bed thinking about you and she's texting you. And I'm not, I get it, man. I get it. I've made those mistakes. I get it. I get it. But you gotta, that's about masculine energy. It's about honing in on your masculine energy. That's what this is all about. It's about becoming a man, you know? Like, and promise, I will promise you it gets easier. I promise you that it's, I would say the first, definitely the first person, first woman, then the second, because the second will come quickly after, right? Because you got that confidence up and uh, there's a saying that women come in twos for guys, you know, like when you meet one, this just another one comes, you know, they just, it just, it just, the juices keep flowing. You got the confidence up. And, you know, it's, it, does, it does something for you. It does something for a man, for sure. For sure. There's no doubt in that. 
Um, but back to my point, when you get that first one, you realize that the lack of texting is working. Like she's like, I'm not saying by the way, like obviously, you know, you got to set the time and date and, you know, you got to read her reactions to thing. You don't want wishy-washy responses. So if you need to send a, maybe an extra text or two to, to like, be like, you know, let's do this, you know, and make sure she's on the same page and she's excited or whatever, then do it. Um, but you know, to, in, in my opinion, if, if, so let's say you set the date firm, firm time and date place. It was very clear. She committed to it. Yada, yada. And she doesn't show. And then she says, well, you didn't text me all week. That's just someone you don't want to be with. So just that's, and that's part of dating stuff like that might happen. It, it doesn't happen. I, I'll say it's happened to me. It's like never happened to me, but I've heard that it's happened to people. I've heard that's happened to people that have followed this sort of strategy. But the good news is, is the the good ones. It doesn't happen often, right? It's like one in ten, you know. Um, so, anyways, you've got to have the discipline to enroll this 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 strategy. This I hate. It's not a strategy. It's just the way things are. Because you call it strategy, it makes it sound like. You know, we're, you know, on a sports team manipulating women, which that's not what we're doing here. That's just how, that's just how women operate, man. That's just how, that's how feminine women operate. You know, like I, I, I know there's going to be some chicks out here that won't respond well. And I know it's a crazy time out there between the masculine and feminine energies, you know, but if you employ this, you will have success. And I'm excited. If this is the first time you've ever heard that kind of strategy and you heard about Hollywood and all this stuff, then this is a big moment for you. If this is just validation for you, then keep moving, motivation for you, keep going. I'm telling you, you get women coming twos, and then after that, they'll come and you'll have four It'll because it'll double, right? And then it'll double again. You'll have eight chicks and then 16 and then 32. I'm just playing. I, I don't, it don't, it don't really work like that. It just comes in twos. And then I think from there on out, it's just, if you keep putting yourself out there, you got the juice flowing, confidence, you got beautiful women around you all the time. Yeah. You'll probably, life gets really good at that point. You know, I can't deny that life gets very good at that point when you've got multiple beautiful women, you know, vying for your time. Um, you know, and vying for your love, right? And your, yeah, your time, you know, which is a man's most valuable asset, um, a masculine man's most valuable asset. Um, so, yeah, be, be, be careful on that Hollywood BS. Enjoy the, enjoy this, this dating stuff. Um, I hope this was helpful for y'all. My voice is getting tired. It's about time I wrap this up. But I, I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you'd like to chat with me personally, um, send me a message on Instagram at Kev underscore the coach. Um, yeah, we can talk. I can help you out with whatever you got. Or just submit a question that way. And I got my email too, Coach Kevin Higgins at Gmail. I checked that. Um, where else can you hit me up? Uh, those are like two of the best ways. Um, so follow me on there. Um, and then, yeah, please rate and review this podcast. Um, you know, that, that stuff means a lot to me. So follow, download, 
share with someone that could use this advice, which you, we all know a, a guy that could use this advice. So I love y'all. Take care. Bye-bye now.